Welcome to Align by Design. I'm Amy Allchurch, and I'm bringing you human design and business for the modern entrepreneur. I'm a leading human design expert and energetic alignment business coach. I lead entrepreneurs like you to shift your business where it's not working so that it starts to work for you. Through human design and alignment, you experience the flow, the ease, integrity, and undeniable magnetism, impact, and of course, income. Each week, I'm going to be bringing you human design and business in a way that you've never experienced it before. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to Align by Design. I'm Amy Altrich. Thank you so much for joining me. If it's your first time, welcome. If you have been binging out consistently, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I see you. I know you. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you guys, I asked you on my Facebook, what do you guys want to hear? You guys said gates and channels. So I am trying to figure out a way to do that because there's so many and that will take me like four hours. Um, but I'm figuring out a way that I can do that where it makes the most amount of sense to you guys. And it's not just like, so I know you guys are excited and into those. So I will figure it out and I'll get it out to you guys eventually. So until then, we're going to go through the lines. The lines are super important. And I always like to utilize them as like the fourth part when I'm introducing human design to people and how I find they work the best is they, they really complement your energy type. So once you can understand what your profile is, so there's two lines that make up your profile and this is really like the personality part of you and the energy that other people feel, the subconscious part of you that you may not be aware of, but they, they make up your whole. And when we understand your whole and your energy type, we can kind of utilize it together for it all to make sense and come together. So like I said, there's two numbers that make up your entire profile. I'm just going to go through each of the numbers, not the profiles together. There's 12 profiles. I'm going to go through the six numbers that make up the combinations so that you guys can kind of understand. And maybe another episode, I'll do all of the profiles and how they actually work together. So if you're looking at your chart, you'll look at the black side and the red side, the numbers at the top and the numbers at the top have like a number and then a decimal point and then another number. So example, like on the black side for me or for somebody it's like 42 and then two. Okay, so we're going to pull the two, the second two after the decimal. And then on the other side of that, the red side, the very first little square at the top, it's 61.4. So this profile would be a 2.4. So we take the black side first, the two, and then the four, combine it together, and that makes up your profile. The black side is your conscious side, your personality. So the number that comes from the black side is going to be your personality. So something that you can totally resonate with that you get that you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And then the red side is your subconscious self. So this is the side that maybe other people feel or sense about you. And you're like, oh, like haven't really noticed that or didn't, wasn't as aware, or maybe you are totally aware and tapped into it, but this is really where other people feel this about you. 
And so when we think of the lines, so there's one all the way to six, one is at the very bottom. Okay. So one is going to be like the, the base of the house, like almost like the basement. Um, so it's called the investigator and the investigator is somebody that like loves to learn. <laughs> they are like driven to get to like the bottom of things. They're really, really in their head, like very, almost like you would kind of feel like you're um, an introvert with this. You're, so you're like, you really like need time to like immerse yourself in things. You love to research. You love to reflect on things. It's kind of like a slow mo, like in your head, but like observing things, taking things in, reflecting on it. You really love the space of like also being alone. Um, and you're here to like observe what works and what doesn't work. And then with your research, you're kind of like understanding and putting the pieces of the puzzle together. You guys are the foundation, right? So when we think of the house and we think of the basement, the basement is like all the concrete, it's the foundation. It's the first thing that's poured. It's really important for you to know the foundation of everything and to like, to know you like, you want to know, no, 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 no. What can happen here? is that since you're so obsessed with like research and study and reflection, you, you never feel like you know enough, right? Cause you're always wanting more. So it can actually hold you back from moving forward. Cause you're like, you know, I know so much, but like, I don't know enough. <laughs> and there's never going to be enough to almost fulfill that like urge for you to keep learning. Cause you're just like a lifelong learner. And I am a one, I'm a five one. So this is, uh, this is something that, yeah, I, I definitely, when I learned that, and this is my subconscious side, I knew that I love to learn and that I love to study and something that would interest me. I'd like go all in and like research it, but I wasn't like aware even that it would almost hold me back that I wouldn't bring things up or really feel confident or safe to share them because I was always thinking that I needed to know more. So it's almost like the saying, the more that I know, the less I fear, but that fear can really stop you. So just be aware of like, when you're like, okay, like <laughs> let's get this together. I got it. Move forward go out there. Okay. So next is going to be line two. So this is the hermit. A lot of people get really confused with this and you guys don't be stuck on these names. Okay. So the hermit doesn't just mean that you're a hermit, that you're hiding away and that you're, you know, hermiting forever. A lot of people hear that and they're like, Oh my goodness. Like I'm just here to like hermit and I'm never going to, how am I ever going to run my business if I'm part hermit? <laughs> so hermits, yes, you love to be left alone. You love your alone time. You love your space. You love being away from people and you get almost that like self-awareness like that reflection time too where where you're like oh you're away from people and it's almost like you're like ah oh, that break like i don't need to explain something to somebody else you get very annoyed with having to like to describe things to explain things to other people you're like don't you just get it like why do i have to tell you this like blah. so it's like your energy is drained and you need to step back and hibernate in a sense and refocus on yourself and re-energize and chill out However, although you love to be alone, the magic of you guys is that you need someone else to pull you out and to recognize your gift and to, to pull you out of the house, right? To pull you out of hermiting. You guys lack your self-awareness and you can't really see like what you're really good at. 
So although you want to be alone, you actually need somebody to see you and to be like, Hey, like this is your talent. This is your gift. And you guys have like an innate, really special talent. That is like your one thing that is like, once you see it and once you recognize it, which is going to be pulled from somebody else, most of the time, then like you run with that for like ever. And you're like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. This is my gift. This is my talent. So it's important for you guys to remember that although you want to be alone, although you like your alone time, although you're going to have like these seasons and these moments and these times and these days of hermiting, you can't stay there. Okay. You can't stay in the hermit forever. You need to be called out. You need to be aware that when somebody's starting to call you out, you got to go with it, right? You got to move out of it because it can be very easy for you to just like stay in there and feel, um, almost feel like there's, there's no other way, right? Like you just have to stay there. You have to stay stuck. You have to stay in the hermit. And also when you find this out, remember, don't get obsessed with this is where you are forever. And that you're just going to be hermiting here for the rest of your life, because that's not true either. Okay. Uh, the third line, you guys are called the martyr. And again, let's just dive into the definition and just ignore that name. So third line, when you think of the house, okay. So second, you're like actually just like in the window and people can see in and you're kind of seeing out and you're hermiting, but people see you and they're like, Whoa, Hey, you know, they give you a wave and that's your recognition. Um, the third line, is like a completion. So it's almost like the person that's like climbing the stairs, going up to the second level of the house. So we have line one, two, three, which is your base, and then four, five, six, which is upstairs. So this is the person that's like actually climbing the stairs. And it's known to be more like unstable, <laughs> but don't worry because there's magic in this. So for you guys, it's all about trial and error. The moment that you see yourself in your design of recognizing that like you literally are here to like trial and error, to experiment, to figure out what's, what works, what doesn't work. It, it takes so much pressure off you guys, rather than feeling uncomfortable, rather than feeling unworthy, rather than feeling like you're messing up all the time. It's like, oh no, this actually makes sense. I need to go through this process. I need to experience this. And the beauty about you guys is that like this gift that you have is like so much resiliency. Like you're just able to deal with things. You're always able to bounce back. I always describe it as like bumping into walls all the time. You're like banging into a wall and you're like, oh, oh, oops. Okay. Like redirect. Let's go this way instead. And you're just able to deal with things and like move on like be okay, you know? So don't worry about bumping into things because it's actually your lesson of like what doesn't work. And you need to experience the thing that doesn't work in order for you to figure out what does work. It's like these accidents, right? Um, and again, like you could live your life of shame around this and feeling like you're like, oh my gosh, why do I make so many mistakes? Like, why can't I just get it right the first time? But for you guys, it's like, you know, that child where it's like, you have to test it for yourself for them to understand. Like they need to like touch the fireplace for them to understand that it's hot. Like this is what your experience is. Like you experiencing it, you experiencing what not to do so that you can figure out when it's working, when things are going well, what to do. And the beauty of this is that you get to share these lessons with other people. So for example, the one profile, which I have, I am like a teacher, right? I'm able to teach things because I'm researching, I'm learning, I'm understanding, but you guys are experiencing. So it actually makes you very magnetic because you get out there and you're able to like share your story, share your experience with other people. 
share what didn't work and like all of the walls that you banged into all of those quote unquote mistakes that you made that actually taught you so much about yourself and gave you so many lessons to be sharing with other people. So it's actually a very magnetic line if you have it at all in your profile and if you can just accept it. And like, again, the problem is that like other people, authorities can really shame you for those mistakes. So this is going to be some unsexy work that you have to dive into of like knowing and trusting that like your quote unquote mistakes are not actually mistakes and, and they're actually your gifts to learn from. Okay. So fourth line. So now we're going up. Okay. So we're going upstairs. We're upstairs. And <laughs> the fourth line for you guys, this is understanding that like you're the opportunist. Okay. So this is like quote unquote, the title of it and we're upstairs now. So you guys are like more self-absorbed. You love being able to understand your own process of things. And it's actually a line of, of collaboration of like sisterhood of brotherhood of being able to connect with other people in a closed circle. And like, you have like a really connected, um, connected life, which is really cool. So a lot of people think like, Oh, I'm the opportunist. I'm just looking for like an opportunity. And like, again, hear that as a bad thing, but it's actually your opportunities lie within your circles of relationships. So the more people, you know, the more opportunities that you're going to have coming into your life. And the really cool thing about you guys is that if you look back on your life, it's noticing how many connections you have had and how many opportunities came out of those connections. So a lot of fourth lines, even if you have a partner or you've been in relationships, like you will have known, like you guys will have known each other somehow in an inner circle, like, Oh, like he was a friend of a friend or this person introduced me to him or something like that. Right? Like there's, there's a weird connection where it's always like, Oh, you know, you're separated, like through, what is it like two degrees of separation or whatever it is? Oh, that's probably not right, but you get, you get the idea. Everyone's always connected in your world. And it's important for you guys to remember that like when you're networking to not have the intention of creating an opportunity, but literally just going out there and being like, cool. Like the more people I meet, the more people that I'm connected with, the more influence it's going to happen in my life. The more opportunities are going to come out there. So just for you to like recognize that, like the strangers, you're not just going to like meet strangers. It's always going to come through a connection of some sort. So just to like really foster the relationships that you have and the networks that you have. And your gift is understanding that like the influence that you have within them is going to influence outwardly and come back to you. So it's pretty cool. And I really love this one because I love watching people make those connections and be like, Oh my gosh, my mind is blown. Like literally you're right. Everything has been made from connections in my life. So cool. Okay. So next we get to the fifth line. So this is the next part of mine. Um, so this is the hair tech. So this is the person that is like upstairs in the window. <laughs> this is creepy. Like you're like looking out the window and this is actually a very powerful projection in the way that other people perceive them. So what's really cool about this line is that the expectation that fifths have is that we're able to like fulfill a process in a certain way that we almost give off the projection of like 
you know, I can do this, no problem. And then other people are like, oh, she's got that, no problem, right? So it's like the energy and the way that you want to be perceived is how you're going to be perceived. Only you can project that energy. Only you can be the one that puts out almost like that idea and that feeling to other people. And that's how they see you. So however you want to be perceived, you decide that you own that confidently and you start projecting that you become that energy, that image, and other people see you as that. What can happen here is the expectation can be really high, right? And you could be like, oh, you know, like people think I can handle so much and really like I can't, but it's like, what are you putting out there? What are people seeing you as, right? And if that's all you're putting out there that you're, you're so strong and that you can handle and you can take on all of these things, of course, that's what they expect because that's what you're putting out there. That's how you're making yourself be seen. And a really other um, interesting part about this line is reputation is so important because you're able to create, um, create how people see you. If your reputation somehow gets tarnished, it's actually very hard for you to kind of rebuild that because all of a sudden that's what other people see and you almost get obsessed with that, that ruining of the quote unquote ruining of the reputation that that's what you start seeing yourself as too. So, um, emotional intelligence is highly important for this line because really understanding the dynamics of how you're putting yourself out there and if your reputation somehow does get tarnished to really hold the space of not allowing that to affect you so you also have a really huge impact on other people again like you're like that leader and that teacher and there's a real openness about what you can deliver and how you want to deliver it so it's really yeah, you like really just get to own what you want to own, which is so cool. But emotional intelligence is so key for you guys and know that like you're here to be a leader also. Okay. Six lines. So this is the top. Um, this one is actually very complex. This is called the role model. And you guys are like literally on the rooftop. So this one, you guys are divided up into three segments of your life. And I don't like to exactly stay with like the segments and the exact ages of it, because I find that it really varies on people with their awareness and their own like spiritual journey an energetic journey and all of the things. So, but basically the, the six line profile is divided into these three parts. So from zero to 30, you're actually a line three. So you're like the one who's banging into things all the time. You're, you're crashing your head, you know, you're crashing into things and you're like, ah, I don't get it. Why, why am I making all these quote unquote mistakes? So up until 30, you're actually a line three. Okay. So you're going through that experience, all of these like banging into walls, like gaining knowledge, et cetera, et cetera. And then from 30 to 50, you actually step back. And this is where like, you're on the roof and you're like, Oh, this is what all of that meant. I understand now I, I, you know, I'm putting the pieces together. So a three, for example, is just going to continue their life banging into walls and, and gaining experience. But you guys actually now lean back and you're like, oh my gosh, this all makes sense. You know, this led me to this and I made this quote unquote mistake because I needed to actually be over here instead. And it all makes sense. That trial and error process all makes sense. So you 
essentially get it. Like you finally get it and you're putting the pieces of the puzzle together and you're really taking it all in so that you can be that role model. So it's again, like people freak out cause they're like, Oh wait, what do you mean? I'm on the rooftop and I'm leaning back and I'm just like observing everything and taking it in and learning. Like I want to be like a leader in my business and you can, because so 50 and onward is like that real leadership energy and role. But if you're so aware and if you're able to like totally embody the qualities of leadership and trust and learning from your experiences and the moments, it doesn't matter when you start to take on that, that leadership role. Doesn't You don't need to hit age 50 and be like, all right, now it's all changing. Now I'm the leader. Now I can come out and like share and, and, you know, be the voice for the people. You can do that at any time. It's just your own embodiment and your own understanding and your own observations and your ability and confidence to now come out and speak about it, to lead other people through. This is, again, is a very magnetic line because you have the three in there. You have all of these mistakes and you're actually in your thirties and beyond, you're actually like able to like understand it and like really teach it and lead other people through the, the experiences that you've gone through. Now, if you're not open and willing to actually observe and take it in and connect the dots and do the spiritual healing and do the energy work and like lean back and see it, then obviously you're not going to step into a role model position. You're not going to be the leader who comes out and like teaches people about this stuff and, and can really be the mentor for other people. It's up to you again, to do that unsexy work, to understand yourself, to know yourself and to let those experiences be something so beautiful and so powerful that you get to lead other people through. So you guys, in a nutshell, those are the six (laughs) lines and the way that they're combined together when we actually make the profiles actually changes a little bit, depending again, what you have as your conscious line and what you have as your unconscious and how they combine and merge together. But I hope this gives you a better understanding of who you are and what makes you, you, you know, and put this together with your energy type. So for example, I'm a five one. Okay. So I'm a teacher, leader, and researcher, really understanding. And I get to create, um, my own, my, how you guys see me and how you guys take me in and how I want to be seen. So combining all of this together makes a lot of sense for being a projector because I need to be seen. I need to be heard. I need to be recognized for what my special skills and talents are. So obviously I'm going to do the research. I'm going to have the foundation. I'm going to go deep into like what I really, really want you guys to understand from me. And that of course has been human design and business and combining it together and seeing the alignment that can take place with this and the magic that happens. So that's how everything makes sense within my energy type. And now I get to utilize those two parts of me and really dive deep into the understanding while using my energy type first, my authority, my strategy to create the magic that is this. (laughs) Okay, you guys. I hope this makes sense. I hope you're able to take this in and kind of now understand deeper parts of yourself and, and the two parts of your personality that make you, you and make you so unique and make you so special. And that really, these are your gifts and none of this is meant to limit you. None of this is meant to hold you back. Okay. So it's all meant to free you, to help you align and to feel really damn confident and good about yourself. I love you guys. Please let me know how this hit home with you and 
uh, I would love to see you guys on social media, letting me know what your profile is, what your lines are that make up your profile. So find me on Insta and tag me with what your profile is so I can learn more about you. Sending you all the love guys and have an amazing day. Advanced alignment coaching session. Okay. So the advanced alignment coaching session. So this is a really cool question. So it comes actually from like a parenting perspective. So as my child is a third line, how do I lead and teach and guide them as their parent as a third line? So, okay. This is going to be the most leaning back that you can do as a parent. And this takes a lot of conscious parenting because again, parents naturally where most of us have been grown up where like you do it their way, you know, you listen to your parents and there's no, the experience is following the rules essentially. So this is like your opportunity to really lean back and let them lead themselves and be their support and be their guide instead of their safekeeper, because you know that they are here to experience life. And that is going to mean heart, like heartache, you know, that's going to mean banging into walls. That's going to mean hurts. That's going to mean understanding that what is happening to them, you don't need to protect them from. You actually create the most alignment and the most power for them by letting them experience, letting them go through their own process and their own journey. Otherwise, if you're always trying to protect them and keep them safe, they're never going to be able to learn. You know, they're never bouncing back. They're never being like, oh yeah, that was hot. Never going to touch it again. (laughs) So actually, um, my kids, the girls are both a third line and Hendrix is a six. So everybody in my house, even Ben is a six. So everybody in my house has this third line base. And it's really like, I noticed right away that like, I'm not going to stop the things from happening. I can explain the thing. If you touch that, you are going to really hurt yourself. Right. And I can explain what will happen instead of saying, don't just don't touch that. So don't touch the fire. Don't touch the light bulb because it's hot and you're going to hurt yourself. I get to say, you know, if you were to touch that light bulb, it's super, super, super high and you're going to burn your fingers and it's going to hurt a lot. And then I just let that go. And if they decide to touch the light bulb and burn their fingers, they do. And I can't stop that from happening. And that's what I have to understand and take off my shoulders that I'm not here to just be like this safekeeper and keep them in this little human bubble because it's not going to benefit them. And now like that actually light bulb thing happened in real life. And now that happened to Layla at Christmas a couple years ago. And every time she sees a light bulb, she's like, don't touch the light bulb. It's super hot. You're going to burn your hand because she experienced it. She, she touched it. She burnt her fingers herself. And she's able now to understand, like, I I'm not going to do that again. Right. I banged into the wall. I burnt my fingers. I understand what will happen. A plus B is going to equal C now that I have experienced it. Not because you told me so. So it actually just takes a lot of weight off your shoulders. It's very freeing. Obviously we're here to protect and keep our kids safe. I'm not just going to be like, go play on the street and don't look both ways. Like, obviously use your parental intuition and your intelligence. You guys, with what I'm saying, don't just let your thirds and sixths go experience life to the fullest and the most unsafe ways, but know that they're going to experience things and they're going to bang into walls and that's their life. 
that's their journey. That's their energy. That is their spirit. So let their soul experience that. Sending you guys all the love and I will talk to you later. Align by design.